Hello there, boxing fans around the world. Thank you for joining me once again here on Talk and Fight for another episode of Boxing News Today. And I want to uh, start off with just a couple of quick remarks regarding the uh, variety of comments uh, related to stories that I've been uh, telling of late. Uh, in particular, if you might uh, recall, after his recent loss, I called out uh, John Ryder and suggested he might want to hang up the gloves and uh, begin to work with youth. I mean, he's Anyway, 35 years of age, and he has announced his retirement. I'll get into that in a second. But out of that uh, comes other uh, you know, related stories, such as Teofimo Lopez, who uh, retired and is now uh, fighting uh, Jermaine Ortiz. Very, yeah, that's upcoming. We'll talk about that as well. And most notably, very recently, Shakur Stevenson, who said he is retiring, and Teofimo Lopez himself has some comments about that that I want to divulge. Uh, today. So after scouring uh, across the world, across all the headlines and reading these stories, I'm bringing what I think are the most relevant to you. Let's start off with uh, some results uh, out of uh, Tennessee uh, featuring an un unbeaten bantamweight, Ryan Shaw. He's now 7-0. He stopped a chap by the name of Vit Y. Uh, in uh, round number two on Tuesday night at the Texas Troubadour Theater in Nashville, Tennessee, Shaw hurt Y to the body, then teed off until the referee stepped in at one minute, four seconds, as I said, of round number two. Also on that fight, by the way, another unbeaten, uh, unbeaten lightweight. I'm on Lee, 9-0, and Devon Jones uh, went toe-to-toe, -to -toe, six hard rounds apparently, uh, with Lee winning it by majority decision. Uh, super lightweight, uh, Terrell Bostic, he's now 10-2. and two. Took a narrow six-round unanimous decision over Pedro Elgago Hernandez. Hernandez dropped Bostic in round six, but it was too little too late, and scores were 57-56, 57-56, 58-55. So a close one, but nonetheless, uh, Bostic came out on top. Another unbeaten uh, chap, unbeaten lightweight, uh, Luis Rodriguez Fernandez, 13-0, won a six-round beatdown against Javier Frazier. Fernandez stopped Frazier in round number one, but the rugged Frazier stayed in there for the full six. Uh, featherweight, also on the card, uh, Ilan De Jesus. He's now 6-1-2. and two. Knocked out his opponent, uh, Usai Johnson, uh, in the third round. De Jesus dropped Johnson in round number one as well and laid him out in round number three with a right hand. Uh, go looking for that uh, clip. It's going to be a beaut. All right, WBO Junior Welterweight Champ, as I mentioned before at the opening bell here, Teofomo Lopez, 19-1, will defend his world title against Jermaine Ortiz, 17-1-1, on uh, Thursday night. That's coming up soon at the Michelob Ultra Arena in Mandalay Bay Resort then in Las Vegas. The fight will take place three days before the Super Bowl in the very same city. The Luis Ortiz, Luis, the Lopez Ortiz matchup uh, it's going to be broadcast on ESPN, ESPN Deportes, and ESPN Plus. Said Lopez, I'm a big clown of the sport of boxing. I've got to make everyone laugh. I've got a big nose for a reason. It's great to be back. I'm glad to see the talents coming through. But this is only the beginning for me. I'm 26 years young. I'm not even in my prime yet. We've had a tremendous dance partner, uh, and he's wanted this fight for a while, and we're doing our thing. Said Ortiz, quite uh, the opposite, I think. He goes, uh, there hasn't been respect. It's a fight. I'm coming here to take his head off. It is what it is. 
there's calm before the storm and you got to know to keep control of your mind and body especially before you go into battle i feel like i'm going to be the guy having the clown do whatever i want to do it's going to be that kind of show as i said earlier uh, john Ryder has retired after his most recent loss uh Anyway, uh, he did make a mention, personal mention on social media, of course, but at least at least he had the guts to stand up and say, hey, man, I've retired uh, from boxing, but not entirely because he is going into the gym as a coach, uh, the matchroom gym, that is. Uh, he did take a, the time out to thank his whole team. We often talk about uh, fighters going into the ring on their own. They don't. Uh, they have a team that supports them. Uh, especially in professional ranks. Uh, and he took the time out to thank Matchroom, especially Eddie Hearn, uh, Baron Frank, his trainer manager, Tony, and uh, Charlie Sims, as well as strength and conditioning coach Dan Lawrence. So, you know, it, it is important to realize that uh, when these guys do decide to retire, it is a serious decision, and they have to make it public so that these chaps who are, and ladies who are working with them understand that they too can move on and focus on other fighters in their stables, uh, as opposed to uh, fighters making announcements on social media or fighters who don't make any announcement whatsoever and just sort of drift away, leaving their team dangling without knowing what is really in the cards for the future. So in this respect, I'll uh, you know tip my hat to uh, John Ryder. He gave it his all. Uh, he said, uh, his final comment was, although my professional career as a boxer is now over, the sport won't be able to get rid of me that easily. And I look forward to officially starting my new career as a coach, working alongside Tony at the matchroom gym very shortly. There's no place like home. So some good comments, some fair comments, uh, some respected comments out of John Ryder. Um, some news out of Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. Um, it's been reported uh, that South Africa's number one fighter, Kevin Lorena, he's 32 and is the WBC interim bridgerweight champion, uh, will be fighting uh, at the Kingdom Arena in Riyadh on uh, March 8th when he meets unbeaten Australian heavyweight Justice Huni, 8 and 0, hmm. on the undercard of the anti Joshua versus Francis Nagano heavyweight fight. Uh, the current WBC bridgeweight champ. Uh, is Lukas Rosinski, 15-0, from Poland, who is reportedly scheduled to face Oscar Rivas in Colombia on August 13th. Uh, so despite being one of the two top fighters in the bridgeweight division, Lorena, he's 31 years of age, has decided to move up uh, in weight class to the heavyweight to fight uh, and keep busy, quite frankly, and earn a good purse, I might add, on the international stage. And uh, going up against some pretty decent competition uh, as I said, Justice Huni, he's a great fighter. We've been following him for a long time from down under, and he's going to make uh, it's going to make a great fight. Let's put it that way. Uh, speaking of great fights and great fighters, a good story out of uh, Japan, the Shigeoki brothers, they're going to defend their belts uh, together. Uh, says a good friend, uh, Joe Kazumi out of Tokyo, the unbeaten Shigeoki brothers will make their, uh, their second defenses on the same bill in Nagayo. Uh, Japan, March 31st, WBC minimum champ, Yudai Shigeoki. Uh, he's 8-0, by the way, will, 26 years of age, will risk his belt against Filipino ex-titleist Melvin Jerusalem, 21-3. Also, IBF 105-pounder, uh, Jinjiro 
Shingoka. He's 10 and 0, uh, with one no decision, by the way, 24 years of age. We'll put his belt online against another Filipino, uh, Andales. So good stuff. And that rivalry continues, by the way, that we've been following for a long, long time between uh, Japan and the Philippine fighters. Uh, good stuff. Um, let's have a quick note here uh, to move down a bit and move on to um, the WBO, who's issued a, a statement regarding banned substances. I'll just read you the uh, keynote here. WBO advisory notice. Please be advised that in the event any WBO champion, male or female, test positive for any banned substances, it is not necessary that the WBO demonstrates intent, fault, negligence, or knowing use of the fighter's part, considering that it is the fighter's duty to ensure that no prohibited substances enter his or her body. Fighters are fully responsible for any prohibited substances found to be present in their body. So, uh, powerful words. All right. Speaking of words, here comes Tifumo Lopez. I said earlier, he said, uh, with respect to uh, retirement uh, at a press conference held recently, um, he believes that Shakur Stevenson's decision to retire was based on his unwillingness to accept a pay cut from talk prop top rank after his lackluster performance against Edwin De Los Santos. WBO light welterweight champion Tifimo says that instead of agreeing to the pay cut, which would have been a bitter pill, three-division world champion Shakur, 21-0, retired. Stevenson would have seen his earnings reduced if he'd chosen to fight uh, with top rank. I'm sure he still will, and I'm sure he will come out of retirement very soon. Um, if you might recall, the De Los Santos fight in November is rumored to have been very low in ticket sales at the T-Mobile Arena and was booed loudly by fans for running around the ring. Bob Arum of Top Rank says Shakur was contacted by the WBC who asked him if he was going to be retiring because if he was, they would take his lightweight title from him. And he said he was not retiring. So... Um, he says, after that performance, he pulled off and that stunt. Top rank said, we're not going to pay you what you had last time. He said, fuck this. I'm the best. I'm going to retire with it. Said Tiofomo uh, Lopez uh, to Fight Hub TV when asked about his thoughts on Shakur Stevenson retiring recently. So again, uh, he said, I wish him nothing but success and the best. But you can't. You've got to take the cuts. That's what it takes. Tiofimo continued, they can only build this for so long, and then it comes a point where he hit the elite level. That elite level doesn't go like this vertical. You've got to start climbing up this way, an incline to the top. The matchmakers of all genres and promoters into the networks build the fighter with confidence. However, it's not confidence until you let your hands go to the elite level. That's when it's confidence and cockiness. And what is the difference maker? A prime example is Keyshawn Davis, he says, the businessman. So for him, it is confidence or cock and dwell. We'll find out the, the, the next night uh, when he fights, said Tifimo. So some, I suppose, words of encouragement for Shakur Stevenson to get back in the ring and earn the money. And by earning the money, that means uh, you've got to be entertaining. And let's talk about entertaining. Ben Whitaker. There has been quite a response about this young man 
who we were following in the, the prior Olympics a few years ago. And since turning professional, he's got now a 6-0 career, but most recently hit the headlines, and I mean exploded across social media uh, with respect to his, what they call showboating in the ring against his opponent. Uh, since turning professional, I might add, uh, he's now coached by uh, Sugar Hill Stewart, the nephew of legendary trainer Manny Stewart. And Stewart, by the way, has a, a quite a stable of high-profile fighters, most notably WBC heavyweight champ Tyson Fury, who we'll get to in a sec with some uh, interesting uh, quotes. Uh, but anyway, uh, Ben Whitaker, uh, he has something to say. Um, uh, as I said, he's made quite a stir. Okay, so 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 he goes, uh, the attention's been global. Uh, for instance, American star Shakur Stevenson, WBO lightweight world champ, messaged Whitaker on social media saying, I'm a fan champ. I love how much fun you have while doing your craft. Tell them if they don't like it, step up the competition so you could do that to them too. Good, good, good. So what does uh, uh, Whitaker say? That the style that I do is actually just my style. I'm not trying to go viral. I'm not trying to get likes and things like that. Of course, it's a compliment, but I'm just being me. It's a good response, but I've just got to keep the level-headed, keep my feet on the ground, and make sure I cut no corners. I'm just trying to be myself. You only get one career. I'm just trying to have fun while I'm doing it. Everybody's got their own opinion, and I'm excited to see where it goes. When I do actually box, box and switch on, I do believe there's not many people that, I, that can box like me. I've got a really good boxing IQ. Sometimes I do get a bit carried away. I maybe had a bit too many smarties in the changing room before the last fight. But like I said, it's just me enjoying myself, having fun. I just can't wait to show when I'm at the top level and my actual uh, real skills. He said, when I was a young boy watching professional boxing, that's what got into it. The whole occasion, the ring walk, the kit, uh, would they come out with, things like that. I mostly sometimes think about the kit in the ring walk these days, sadly, and then I come, uh, let the team come with the tactics. At the end of the day, these fans are paying their hard-earned money. They're coming out to see a show, and that's what we've got to do, and put on a show. So, so a great response from uh, Ben Whitaker out of the UK, who we've been following for many years here on Talk and Fight, and I provided uh, a clip in my last episode Um to his uh, showboating, I got to. You have to watch that clip. Google him, or you go to go onto YouTube, find it, or go to my last episode. Go to the description, click on that link. It is fantastic. It really is. Um, speaking of uh, fantastic fighters, IBF super lightweight champ Subriel Mateus uh, won't be fighting Tiafimo Lopez in his return from injury, uh, but he'll at least enjoy a homecoming. El Nouveau Dia reports, and Jake Donovan confirms the plans are in place to put Mateus against Liam Paro this summer in the former's native Puerto Rico. Uh, per El Nuevo Dia, the fight is 90% done, and Paro, 24-0, by the way, 15 knockouts, has accepted all the terms. Uh, Donovan adds that Mateus, 20-1, 20 knockouts, now a free agent after fighting out of his contract with PBC, is still negotiating a deal with Matchroom as I would open the door for potential unification with Devin Haney. And fight fans would obviously be very much in favor of that. Um, so anyway, it's not the blockbuster matchup we want for Mateus at this point. But as I said, you got to um, wiggle with some of these other fighters who are uh, in the ring making their own uh, 
levels of exposure in the fans' minds. Anyway, let's see here. Um, Paro is a very credible opponent, uh, says this writer on badlefthook.com, by the way. Um, wow. Okay, not to mention Mateus, uh, fifth undefeated for the last uh, six fights. The 27-year-old Aussie is a career be- um, is on a career-best run after clobbering Brock Jarvis in 2022 and sub- subsequently beating down Montana Love last December. So, so by first fight backs after injury standards, that's more than palatable. So uh, we look forward to seeing that fight confirmed. We've talked about Subriel Mateus for a long time. It's be good to see him getting back in the ring and uh, smacking some people around again. All right, let's have a quick look at other people who are smacking people around. That would be uh, Tyson Fury. Out of boxing, uh, 247.com, our good friend uh, James Slater writes, Right now, all fight fans, all boxing experts, and plenty of other people in between are asking one question. Will the already twice-postponed heavyweight unification showdown between Tyson Fury and Alexander Usyk actually happen on its new date of May 18th? So many people seem to doubt it will, and with good reason. If a fight can be postponed twice, why not a third? Also, as numerous fans have posted on various forums, there is a real sense of the Usyk-Fury fight being cursed as in cursed to never happen. We've seen it before, but under different circumstances, with the massive too big and too lucrative for it not to happen, Lennox Lewis versus Rick Bow fight, ultimately failing to go down. And who can really blame so many people for feeling it will be same with this heavyweight blockbuster? Without a doubt. Fury, as we all know, uh, bailed on the December date after that. He was lucky not to have his arse handed to him by pro boxing debutant Francois Naganu in their October battle. And then Fury suffered a freak cut in sparring, uh, as I mentioned the other day, uh, and this seeing the February 17th date come crashing down. Yusik and his team are taking no chances regarding the May 18th date, by the way. Uh, you may have read how uh, Turkey Al-Sheikh has put in uh, place a clause that will see either Fury or Yusik, if they pull out of the new date May 18th, have to pay a whopping fee of 10 million dollars and let's not even go there as far as what would happen if either guy suffered a genuine and 100 legit injury prior to may 18th such as a broken hand and was rendered unable to fight but according to u6 uh manager you just uh, climus it was their idea but their demand but this clause was put in place with both unbeaten heavyweights agreeing to it it was our request with negotiating climus said of the enormous 10 million penalty we said to the saudis if you're going to move the fight Make sure you include the penalty. And Al-Sheikh apparently agreed to the terms. Why wouldn't he? So again, to ask the questions on everybody's lips, will the third date prove productive or will the gargantuan fee of $10 million have to be forked out due to one of the two fighters pulling out? Well, you can uh, offer your comments at any point upon hearing this, but let's hear from Tyson Fury himself, who made a brief announcement to to the press i suppose that's uh, going not viral because uh, not too many people are interested in what could be should be might be but then again let's see what tyson fury has to say about all this he goes you know, after this upcoming uh, fight in may against you he goes then i'm gonna fight aj at least once maybe twice if there's a rematch that's if he wants one after the first battering i'll give him and after the domestic dust-ups with AJ Fury plans to exact revenge on the man who gave him his biggest black uh, black survive his undefeated career, 
that would be Francis Naganu. And then he continues, then I'm going to fight Naganu again. And that's just the start. So uh, Tyson Fury, by all accounts, is uh, ready to get back in the ring, stay in the ring, and retain his championship status after taking all the belts, apparently, if he, in fact, fights uh, Usyk on uh, their new date of May. So there you go, fight fans. All the news fit to print. Thanks for joining me once again. I really appreciate it. Um, I'm on at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, here on Talk and Fight. Remember to like, share, subscribe, and do hit that notification bell. I'll see you again in 24 hours. Thank you.